0: What do you know? It's almost time for baseball. Welcome back to the DMV Sports Roundtable. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round One. We've got our full staff again today: Jamal and Chris and George. I'm Dimitri. Our special guest is WTOP Digital Editor Noah Frank. When you think about the upcoming Nat season, Noah, it's uh, all about Bryce Harper or maybe some other players and some other themes that you're focused on right now.
1: I mean, I'd say it's about the end of this window, I, and and it's not. It's not a hard end, right? It's not. This is not their, (laughs) not like the Marlins and and (laughs) where it's it's literally the team is going to be deconstructed at the end of this year. But you you have a few major players who probably are not going to be here starting, you know, opening day twenty nineteen. Um, Harper is the main guy on that list, and will be the, sort of the face of that. And we've done a series trying to figure out where he's going to end up next year. And uh, but you know, Daniel Murphy's been a huge part of this team since he came over, and he's also up at the end of this year. His, his three years uh, is up. So uh, and there's a number of other guys too, some bullpen guys. Um, so and they have a fair amount of money committed. Which you know we don't really need to get into all this until next year, but it's something like 109 million dollars to like seven guys, like already committed for for 2019. So it's not like they have this huge payroll flexibility that's going to be opened up by these guys coming off the books because they have like a 37 million dollar year to Scherzer the way that the, the staggered contract was. There's some enormous numbers just to a couple of guys uh, on the books for 2019. So you know you're going to be looking at a much different team, probably a team that relies more on on young guys, on on more of the, of the talent coming up through the system, or maybe some bargain signings. Um this is the last year probably of Harper in D.C. and then probably of sort of this construction of the team as it is. And
0: as such, is it time to get something really big done? Yeah, I mean, I, that's, you know, <laughs> that's why they nice.
1: That's why they fired yeah. Dusty Baker. I mean, that's why they, they hired a new manager, even though, you know, conventional wisdom would probably say, we'll give him another year with this group, like bringing in a new manager and a whole new coaching staff and all that and and laying the expectation that you
2: have to win the
1: World Series in your first year is, is mm-hmm. kind of insane. But I mean, it just, it's where we are. It's where it's, that's the situation we're in.
2: Yeah. I mean, every year we look at it and we say, this is the year or this has to be the year. Well, this really does have to be the year. The, the way you say, if Harper's not here and Murphy is gone, this team looks different. But to your point, everything, you're not done. The window is not completely closed. You know, you have Michael A. Taylor, you have Trey Turner, you have. You need to re sign Randon, is what you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Rendon, I think he's probably the most important. You know, after Bryce, of course, but if that's a far, far far gone conclusion, then of course, Rendon, you have Robles, you have, you know, a lot of young guys in the system. So the window is not closed. It's close with this group, as you said, but I would love to see Harper stay. But the way you describe their money situation, is kind of hard to see that.
3: You say it all the time. This, this really does have to be it. I had no problem with, with the. And we know, and we have talked about this before. You can't have one guy as what do we say, twenty-five to thirty percent of your payroll, right. right? So you can't. I wouldn't be mad at no at if they let him go if they don't meet whatever demands. The money's going to be there for him. I think for him, it's going to be a matter of where he wants to be. If he wants to be, you know, this isn't a rich tradition of baseball, but he's a he's a he's a baseball guy, right? Yeah. He wants to play maybe one one place in his whole career. You could have that going for you, but at the same time. This team doesn't (laughs) make Get past first round again. Yeah, if he doesn't sign an extension during yeah, the season, okay. then I, you know, I don't know. I know mean,
2: where is that I, now because I don't think isn't the Yankees? Is it the Yankees anymore I, after the what they've done? I, Dodgers or Cubs?
3: But then Cubs, again, when you yeah. go to Chicago with his buddy and not and and, and be the you know. I, I would see the Cubs as the front
2: runner since the Yankees are probably not in that position anymore. To, you know, I, from what they I, I picked the
1: Cubs for for the series that we did. I, yeah. Although
2: for years I thought it's gonna be the Dodgers for because it's it's the West Coast
1: and it's L A. Right. and they have Close the budget. It, it's yeah for a lot of reasons. I think both of those teams yeah. are. are very distinct possibilities. Going back to Rendon, I think Rendon is absolutely more practical and more likely to be re-signed. I completely disagree with Tom Boswell that he is more irreplaceable. That Rendon is more irreplaceable than Harper is. There are five or six guys who look like Rendon right now in the league. Yeah. Good third baseman, really good defensive third baseman who also can hit, who do a lot of things. There really
3: is not anybody who quite. But do you want him? To, you want him to sign him
1: though? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, I, I just don't think he's. I think Harper is far, far more. Uh, you know, um, far harder to replace. Right. He, he's. He's. He has had his injury problems, but when he is healthy, he is one of two or three guys in the league that can produce at that level. And look at him.
2: It's a contract... Contract year. Look out if he's yeah going. No, to- I mean, oh, yeah. If he takes that into it, that's fine. And then if he takes that mentality that it's his contract year, he doesn't necessarily have to have a huge season to get huge money. He's going to get it regardless of whatever happens. He could be, you know, injured in the. I'm not going to say. You know what? I'm not going to... no jinxes with injured. I'm, I'm not even going to put that on the universe. But no matter what he does, the money will be there. But if he does have a monster season, I mean, that's better for what how far the team can go. You know, if he's healthy and, and has a, a huge year, that'll get him that much closer to getting over the hump and hopefully into and winning the World Series because that's what the ultimate goal is. That's what this team is constructed for. You know, I, I just, I always like, and, and and it's really pronounced
1: this year because of the situation, yeah. because it's the end of the contract. Like, I've always felt that the way that they're going to get over the hump, it has to be him. Like, like he has to hit a game-winning home run or mm-hmm. do, or make, it's like he's, the, like, it's not going to be Ryan Zimmerman yeah. or it's not going to be yeah. Like Scherzer, like or, right. or even like Strasburg, like saved them with, with that game four performance. Yeah, yeah. But like it's it's gonna have to be Bryce Harper just saying no, I don't care, I'm winning this game myself. Yeah. And like I, until I see, we're waiting that, to see it too. Right, though. we've yeah. been waiting. Uh, waiting
3: yeah. since 2012. I know he homered in San Francisco in that elimination game right. and brought him yeah? close. But here's my question: you think he's made up his mind? No, I don't you think don't think so? No, I have no idea. <laughs> think just, think he's just talking. Of no, I'm asking. I mean, sure. he may have an idea. He may have a front runner, but but I think
1: that that could absolutely change yeah, depending yeah. on how things go
2: this year. Yeah. yeah, the landscape of the season will that'll
3: it, it's in flux right now. Like because said, I don't think it's out of the possibility that I mean, he does like it here. I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm that he no, it, it, it's not. It. It's not really not for him. You
2: know, it is. It it depends on what the learners want to do and what what his agent wants to do, and you know how that goes. We we talked about this last year. I I thought last year was the was
1: the chance. The, the Nat's best chance for him to make this sort of case for himself for why mm-hmm. he could stay. If he, they'd won last year, then no matter what happened this year, he could be like, Well, I've won there. I know I can win there. If, the, right. if the offer's right, you know, I don't. I, I, I feel like okay about staying. This year, if, whether he wins or he loses, he has the sort of capital to be like, Well, I won one for Washington, now I'm going to go do my own thing. Or, we can't win here. <laughs> right. Like, right. like he, he sort of has the out either way. I've, that's why I felt like last year was, the, if they got it done last year, maybe it it sort of anchors him here uh, for the long term. But now, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I still, when we did that series, I said I thought that if you had to pick one team where he was going to be, you had to handicap the odds, I would still put the Nats at the top, but mm-hmm. the field is clearly c- c- combined way way higher chance that he leaves than he stays. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's one
0: team that you can definitely say like, well, he's going there. How big a piece of the pie is love of the city? I mean, we all, you know, these guys, their jobs are jobs that most of us could never hold, but they're still working and they still want to enjoy their family life and their recreation and all of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, money is is always going to be, you know, sort of the, the, the big sway factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have other people pushing you for, for, the, for the money, you have your agent pushing you for the money, you have maybe your family pushing you for the money, because you know, it impacts so many people beyond just you when you're making that kind of money. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think we undervalue sometimes, and it depends on the person. And Bryce is a hard right. person to, to really know. He's very well protected. Mm-hmm. His image is very well curated. Uh, he, he's a really fiery guy, but but we, but he's it's it's sort of not that many people really have gotten into like who, right. who he is and what and what drives him. Um, and I, I think you know. You look at certain players when they and they make a decision. You look, you look at Strasburg. I mean, that's a good, a good one. Like nobody thought he was going to sign an extension. One because Boris clients don't sign extensions. Right. But also, just it, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't really a, a huge bargain. But it was considered to be maybe less than he would have made on the open market. Now we know as the open market has changed, maybe that's not true. But he said essentially, I'm comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to go through that whole process. I appreciate the way they've treated me here. You know, they 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 took care of him when he got hurt, and they made sure that his, his health was the first priority in coming back. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, the whole controversy over the shutdown. Right. Uh, and whether or not that was the correct thing to do, it was done with his health in mind. And so, you know... From his perspective, that was worth something to him to want to commit long term. Bryce is a very different person, but again, he's a person we don't really know that well. And I, I think if you can identify what his main motivation is, if it's winning a World Series, if it's you know like. Uh, if it's being around family, if it's being around people he's close to, I think you end up with different answers. You know, to to what which team
0: stands out as as the the favorite for him. You may have just outlined your next project for WTOP.com, <laughs> inside the mind of Bryce Harper, because <laughs> yeah. he is an enigmatic for as young a guy as he is. Um,
1: yeah, you know. well, and he and we didn't, you know, he grew up so fast and he got to the big leagues so fast that like they just, I mean, we were, it hasn't been that that big of a chance to sort of like pick apart the the challenges that that he's faced and and what's made him who he is and honestly i don't feel like for as big of a superstar as he is and he is unquestionably the biggest baseball player in this town and one of the biggest faces of mlb i feel like there has not really been a lot of deep dive you know pieces into who he he is yeah good, good point like like we see
0: it all the time about about other superstars but i I, I, can you remember the last, the last? No, I mean you just have little fragments. That's a clown question, bro. Well, right, uh, you know. But, that, but that's <laughs> little all... things like that.
1: Yeah, but and then and then that gets like extrapolated into into oh well, this is who he is as a person or whatever. I I feel like there just hasn't there haven't been a whole lot of deep dives.
0: Christian, you've been uh, silent and polite and waiting your turn, but a I know you've, you've got
4: <laughs> a silent assassin. Well, I've said on record I'd never really think Bryce Harper, never really thought he was worth the $300 million contract or whatever he's going to deserve. He's never had a 100 RBI season. He's um, hit under 275 four of his six years. Now, granted, he is 25 years old, but... I like guys who get on base. I love guys like Trey Turner. If this was Trey Turner in his position, I'd probably be more apt to, you know, spend a lot of coinage on him. We're not there yet. But this season is everything. Everybody's kind of said it. This is where we sort of decide. And, um, You know, I think it will certainly hinder this team if they do falter in the first round of playoffs because they will only beat themselves. If you look at this team on paper, everything about them is great. To me, they have a solid bullpen now. Their starting pitching is probably the best in Major League Baseball, in my opinion, from one through four. A.J. Cole is certainly a question mark. I never feel comfortable with him on the mound. But if Harper doesn't want to stay here, it can't be because of the talent surrounding him. It's because he wants to go maybe back to Nevada. He has some sort of, or Nevada area, he has some sort of ties to the L.A. Dodgers, whether it's like his parents or friends with ownership, something along those lines. I have to look. The San Francisco Giants, I think, are certainly a team that's in play because of all the story tradition there. And I think the Philadelphia Phillies, as they are continuing to ascend, needs to be mentioned as well as they are a team who Bryce Harper just smacks the ball around against him every time he's in Citizens Bank Park, he seems like he's hitting a home run. And they are a great sports town as well. We've seen the past year. I think Harper likes that kind of stuff. He's gone around the base paths after a game-winning home run and said, "Oh, I love these fans." And I'm, you know, I love hearing that. I think he values a great fan base. And if the New York Yankees weren't already stockpiled the outfield, he'd be going there. But he's these not going fans, there.
3: they will, they will. If he goes to Philadelphia, ugh. They'll be
4: loved there. And, uh, I'm talking about the fans here. They'll he'll be, he'll be
3: the inverse Jason Worth. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, come on, the man. The
4: ascending Phillies will start to maybe take the place of the Nationals in this division. Nah. I, don't know. I don't know that they're there yet because, you know, Nola and Arietta are not uh, Strasburg and Scherzer, but they are solid starters, and I think they have a good core nucleus there in Philadelphia. He can't go to Philly. I don't care if he goes to the, the, the Dodgers. I don't care if he
2: goes to the Cubs. Anywhere inside the division, I, I have this, maybe that's my Redskins fan coming out, and I don't like anybody that's sure. in, in the division, if he does, I don't have him doing that, but if he does that, uh, I hate that move. If the Phillies win
1: eighty-five games this year, which they could, right. they, they're you know they had a couple good pitchers in twenty sixteen that regressed last year that could come back and be better, and they have a, a good young lineup. Like they they
2: could they could finish second in the division this year. I wow. think they do and, finish
4: second in the division. And, and, and if if
2: well, they, well, there's not much else, I mean, yeah, the Ma- Well, the There's Mets, a dumpster fire in Miami, so I, there's enough. They don't even have a team
1: really. Like, like try not to laugh through this sentence, but if the Mets stay healthy, the, 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 <laughs> sorry, the, that's the, every season. I know. <laughs> no, but but I mean the Mets the Mets are almost as talented on paper as the Nats are. Yeah, if, I, if you, they you are about the Mets. If, if are.
2: but th- you just know that they won't. At stay some healthy. point in time, they're going to hit a stretch where half their roster is out. Right. So uh, yes, on paper and in when healthy, you're right. But that's, they are but very that's talented. why That's why Philly. But you just know they're going to hit that patch somewhere in the season. That even if they're ahead of the Nets, the Nets are going to be able to gain ground because they're going to have pitchers out. They're going to have, I mean, hitters. They're going to have everybody. Somebody is going to be out at some point in time, one of their difference makers, and then we can walk them down and then take control of the division. It's happened before. I, I have to blow Chiana up real quick. <laughs> Trey Turner's career on base percentage is 348.
1: Bryce Harper's career on base percentage is .386. Bryce oh. Harper gets on base at a way higher clip than Trey Turner does, and he hits for much more power. Fact-checking. <laughs> Just because you don't hit for a higher average. He 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 doesn't chase out of the strike zone like he did in his first year or two in the league or the year when he was hurt and he was stepping in the bucket a lot and chasing strike threes. he He's got an incredible command of the strike zone. That's, that's why he is, he is as good as he is. Also, please, everybody, it's Nevada... It's so a West Coast. It's Nevada. It's Nevada, yeah. It's not Nevada. <laughs> I say tournament too. I've been told it's tournament,
2: so maybe it's, it's
1: Oregon and
0: Nevada. Come on, there's no yeah, Oregon. I forget, you, you're a West Coast guy. You gotta, um... Hey man, you better be careful. You're not gonna be asked back again. <laughs> <NFL. laughs> well, that's just a standard like uh, news anchor thing that I picked up somewhere along the way. Yeah. Somebody was like, never say Nevada. Yeah. Um,
4: they just well, made really? the Sweet that's like Sixteen. The first, that's like the first time I've ever heard. Yeah, Nevada. I never I yeah. Nevada. <laughs> I don't know. I might say both. You're just never going to convince me. That a baseball player is worth, you know, Jose Altuve. Maybe he's the only one that would make that argument for me, just because the guy literally does everything from when it's power, when it's get on base, and Noah may have comparable you pay stats Trout between Harper and Altuve. But like, that's the one guy I can maybe make the exception for. Not Trout. Trout fine, yes, yes, I could. He was, <laughs> I, he was hurt last year, so I I'm right, like, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm, I don't really care about what that what that number is because that number is going to move around as as the finances right. move. Uh, but it kind of leads me into something which, if we've got a minute that I can chat about, we've I, got
0: nothing but time.
1: Here. Yeah, well, I, I wrote I wrote about it today for the website, but um, the we're in this weird sort of changing uh, situation with with baseball where free agents are not making the money that that has been expected that they'll be paid, and it's complicated to explain but essentially it's the fallout of Moneyball. 15 years later of of teams realizing that if they can maximize when they have players under their six years of team control their three years of pre-arbitration where they're making basically league minimum and three years of arbitration where where it's it's limited that that's way more valuable than paying free agent money to to a guy because you can get almost the same production or maybe even better production like the dodgers are getting out of you know cody ballinger at age 19 and out of uh uh seager at age 23 then you're going to get out of a free agent who's in his decline years is already you know into the late 20s early 30s um and uh, that's that's a, a whole thing that's that's happening and spinning around. But today, in the budget bill that got passed, there's a, a bill that was laughed out of, of Congress when it was initially introduced two years ago it, it, that got slid into this budget bill and passed. It is now law, as of today, uh, that will prevent minor league baseball players from making overtime. Huh. It's specifically created to keep big league teams from having to pay more than the... Hilariously low stipends that they pay minor leaguers. Minor leaguers are paid by the month only for the months in which they are in season. They do not get paid for spring training beyond like a meal money situation of like 25 bucks a day. Hmm. Uh, they do not get housing unless they happen to get a homestay situation, in which case there's often a bunch of guys living in the same basement because that, that's like one house. Right. Uh, they. Get $25 road per diem in the minor leagues, See. but they owe 5 to $15 a day in clubhouse dues, plus a tip if they're nice, uh, to the clubhouse attendant, so that gets wiped out. Um, and they're they're making, it at the low levels, $1,100 a month is the low end. $1,100 for five months, or up to the, the AAA minimum is like 1800 a month. Now some guys make more than that. If you're on a forty man roster, there's all these little stipulations in the collective bargaining agreement, but basically there's no worker protection. Minor league pay has gone up seventy five percent over four decades, while inflation's gone up four hundred percent over the same time. Wow. So they're making way less money relative to what, you know, what things cost than they, they did years and years ago. Wow. And and they basically MLB lobbied. They literally lobbied. They mm-hmm. literally an office in D.C. two years ago and has spent $1.3 million each of the last two years to lobby and to give money through their, their pack to Congress people to get this thing into this budget, to just slip it into page 1976 of a, uh, a 20, 2200 20, right, yeah. some odd yeah. page budget. And it passed. And this is only going to exacerbate this this whole system of you're underpaying these guys as they're coming up and 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 therefore, you know, y- using justifications for why we're not paying them big free agent money. Anyway, we're on track for a huge huge problem in
0: 2021 when the next collective bargaining agreement comes N- around. Now, not to excuse any of what you've just described, but the the whole idea of the miners is you're waiting to get called up um and they seem to have amplified that big time now. You know, it's like you've got nothing really to hope for except that you you make it to the big leagues one day. Yeah, but that's ridiculous. Whereas <laughs> somebody may want to make a career out of yeah. well, playing I mean, in the minors. No, so. I
1: mean, not everybody who's in the minors, although you know, people, people are realistic after a certain point. Maybe I'm never gonna get called up, but you used to be able to sort of carve out, you know, a halfway decent living until you know you decided to move on to whatever. But yeah, a lot of these guys are not gonna make the big leagues. I think it's important to re- to remind people there's six levels of a, of affiliated Stateside minor league baseball. There's six different levels moving down from from major league baseball. That doesn't count Dominican summer leagues. That doesn't count. You know the the extended spring training guys who 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 you know are extra bodies to fill teams as as they start as injuries happen and as guys get cut and stuff. I mean, there's you know there's
3: 150 200 guys on each club in the minors at all times. I think and, that's one of the most fascinating things. That I don't think a lot of people sports people fully grasped and I don't know I didn't either just as far as how many people go through that Right. I mean, you lived it. And you know, and how many people don't make it? Yeah, yeah don't right. make it. Right. Hi, hello. By the way, I worked six years in
1: baseball, three years in minor league baseball to, uh, yeah. as a PR director. So I,
0: I lived a lot of this firsthand. And another good reason to check out the sports page every day at WTOP.com, because you do bring some of those off the beaten path story. You can get your scores and analysis and whatever. But, Noah, you've always been really good about bringing to light stuff that's really fascinating and that most people don't know. Well, what was the longest
1: bus ride? Uh, <laughs> so so the, the Texas league the longest bus ride is 13 hours cor- oh, cor- Corpus Christi to Northwest I Arkansas forfeit. well no, right and, and no. you know that's but that's what I'm saying they're not getting like if you go on a business yeah. trip you get paid for the time that you travel sure. right. if you have to travel certain days or whatever they don't get paid for the bus right. rides right they, don't, right, they don't get paid for, for the, the time that they're practicing they get one day off a month during the season you have a one Jeez, off day like the big leagues they've like one a week yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You, there's like one off day a month in the PCL for, there's five off days plus the off all-star break over the course of a 5 month season. And I mean, yeah, so you're you know, you're expected to put in all this extra work. Of course, you're expected to work in the off-season to to if you, if you don't stay in shape in the off-season, you're yeah, not playing you're baseball next year. And so like but you're not getting paid for that. I mean, it's just it's it's really, really shameful, and that's and that's what I wrote Plus about. Plus, from it.
4: like a human side too, these are probably what 21, 23 yeah. year old guys. I mean, 19-year-old eight, yeah. yeah. guys. Yeah.
1: Some of them get signed out of the, out of you the R. Sixteen, out of high school yeah, guys, you like know? they
4: want to enjoy their lives, their young twenties, and they just can't do that because they just. They, I mean, you can't like afford like a six pack you probably can, with your you fans based on this uh, number. You say
2: twenty five dollars to eat and whittled it down over you know tips or whatever else you said. These are supposed to be fine-tuned athletes. They they want these players to be in shape. You're giving them dollar menu Taco Bell money. Mm. <laughs> you know how can you be in finely tuned shape and, and, and ready and the to play? Have, have, probably
3: not. Like it. I mean, well, close. so so, I was, so the, I was just going to talk have about great this.
2: nutrition so, on that amount
1: of money. There right? are, it costs to eat good in this country. There are some organizations that that are in, that will invest a couple hundred dollars every day into their clubhouse spreads to make okay. to make like the, to gi- make for the Giants when I worked for the Giants in, in in 2010 11 they they had a nothing they did just instituted a nothing white policy so no white rice no white bread no no ranch dressing like no, like none of that stuff is all whole grains and all that they were one of the first to do that there's some te- there's some teams and organizations that that will put money into that mm-hmm. but there's a lot that won't right. and i, I was ta- can they take this stuff home with them Cause, well, i mean it's like yeah you I was talking here, it, but to, when
2: you get home talk to, to a friend
1: of mine who works in a small market and he said, uh, yeah, all the guys on this one team in this little tiny town, uh, the, by the time they get off, they don't do a, a post-game spread. It, it, the clubhouse wow. guy doesn't do it. So they get off and they're starving. You know, you, 10, 11 you, o'clock. Right, you dude, just, dude. You've yep. just played a three-hour game. Eating you, junk. Right, you, you go home right. and the only thing that's open in the town is dominoes. And so they, they mass order dominoes every wow. single night well. because that's all that they have. That's the only hot food
3: Fine-tuned s- athletes. That's
2: right. And you, <laughs> and you expect them to be there. Right. And right. that's what they have to be to try to get to the next level. Right. You know, if you're you know, on a low level of minor league play and. You 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 know getting a beer belly. You're getting huge on Dominoes every night. You can't. You're not going to make that dream happen. And they're not necessarily giving them the tools. Not everybody is giving them the tools they need to achieve that. And and, and to dispel the misconception that all of these guys have huge
1: bonuses that they're that they're living off right. of. There are big bonuses for first round picks. And even you know you can even get a couple hundred thousand dollars as you move through the first mm. five rounds. Uh, but one, that's got to stretch for however long it's right. going to stretch for. And if you aren't one of those guys, if you're a college senior, good luck getting getting much sure. of a signing bonus, because you have no leverage. Right. If you're coming out of the Dominican, good luck getting a huge signing oh, bonus, because yeah. you have no leverage. And the, the So, 2011, there was a study that Dominican players make half, av- on average, of what the American wow. players make in signing bonus. So, you're in a new country... You're maybe a teenager, maybe you don't speak the language very well, right. and you're living off, you know, you're maybe five, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars signing bonus plus, you know, eleven $1, hundred bucks a month at, at, at
2: low A ball. Like good luck. You know what? For a lot of those guys, that's a hell of a lot more than they had at home.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they got to spend and, and it that, in America. Yeah, exactly. It's gotta, not like it's, they can yeah, take yeah, that home with them. You know? home.
2: And, and I think maybe that's what, you know, the people that are giving the contract are going off of. Like, yeah, he's from the DR. He, he'll be happy just to have this. But, like, you're right. He's not spending it in the DR. He's spending it here. And he's happy
3: it, to have it until he goes it, to Until he goes and seas, spends yeah. it
2: in America and realizes how much it going to cost him, exactly, him to it. right. It's not the same as back home. Right. I can't get as much for my money.
1: But it's insane, you know, the... the uh, every major league team this last offseason there was a a partial sale of their uh, digital properties that's called BAM Tech Major League Baseball Advanced Media Technologies to Disney so that ESPN could launch their digital platform. It's not important except that this chunk was then paid out to all the big league owners in you know they each got one thirtieth of this share. So each team made $50 million this this offseason. Each and every major league team made $50 million from this sale. That's just just extra cash on top of whatever they're making, top of the fact that it's a ten billion dollar a year industry now they they made fifty million each, and this it, it would only cost for like 150 full-time minor leaguers for a full season to pay them a living wage of $30,000 a year, which is not that much money, but is would significantly improve everybody's quality of life. To pay them $30,000 a year would cost $4.5 million a year, right? You, you Just off of that $50 million check, you could fund your entire minor league system mm-hmm. at a living wage for the next 11 years. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all the other profit that they make. Right. And knowing that stories like this one, where a couple years ago there was a guy in Double A, he was a minor league free agent who'd been signed. There are rules if you have enough service time, so he was making like ten k a month because there's there are some certain minimums, and he was pitching really well at Double A, and then they just cut him because he was making ten k a month, and they That's could much. bring up a guy who was making twelve hundred wow. a month and yep. shove him in his place, and and, mm. and that stuff happens
0: all the time. Is the moral of the story that they're going to regret this somewhere down the line?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, baseball is going to regret everything that happened this offseason in three years. You're going for some serious, serious labor strife in 2021, and it's going to be compounded additionally if what I think is going to happen, which is the sports rights television bubble is going to burst. Because as people transition off of cable and cable numbers drop, unless there's some way of selling this all-encompassing package you know if people are, are watching online or if they're just not watching at all you, you can't just sell this monolithic package for 80 million dollars per team per year 100 million dollars you know what the nats are asking for for mass and stuff like it, it's just not there because the people are not there watching because people don't not everybody's going to be buying cable the way that they did five years ago um and when that money, which is the money that's propping everything up right now, that's what's propping all the high salaries, it's propping all, of this, all this growth, when that goes away and everybody comes asking for more money than they've been making, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have a really, really mm. big gulf between reality and expectation.
0: Well, you heard it here, the coming wave.
1: Yeah.
2: Before we get into anything else, this is the story. A warrant has been issued for the arrest of Michael Bennett, who was just recently traded from Seattle to the Philadelphia Eagles. District Attorney of Harris County, Texas, announced that it has indicted Eagles, defensive end Michael Bennett, for felony charge for injuring a 66-year-old paraplegic working at NRG Stadium to control access to the field during the Super Bowl. And this is per Adam Schefter. And a lot of other sources that are now popping up on Twitter. That's just popped up right just now, so which is interesting. I mean, I, mean, I don't. You hear something like that and you can't. It's kind of it's 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 hard to quantify. You don't know exactly. Right. I guess what it was. He was trying after the Super Bowl was over. He was trying to get onto the field. You know, everybody was celebrating, and he was pushing his way through. And I guess. Like Kevin Hart was a, trying to
3: do? Who? Like Kevin Hart
2: was trying to do to get on stage? Well, he wasn't pushing anybody. He was, he was, was drunk. Kevin Hart ain't pushing nobody. He, he was negotiating <laughs> his way onto that's the right, stage. That's right. He tried to get in, in, and it was funny. Did you see the look Daryl Green gave him? Oh, yeah. It was he great. Said, who he had this, the trophy. Was He's like, What Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. And Daryl Green was like, "Yeah, excuse me, little fellow." Well, Daryl Green's facial expressions were—it was funny, but interesting to, to watch. Yeah, well, it, it, to be in that situation to have to do that and give the Eagles their first run the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. But it was—it sounds like it's one of those situations that he was just trying to get through the crowd and apparently had shoved this uh, elderly paraplegic person. So it's—I don't. It, more things will come out. that suggest... Something that popped up
0: just now, but that's what I was looking at before. One more uh, thing for the NFL to contend with. Well, before we leave the Nationals, predictions for the season? That seems like a good way to put a bow on this thing, just days away from opening day.
1: Yeah, and we're actually putting these together right now for, for the site for next week. Um, I I have a hard time seeing a situation where the Nats don't win the division. It's... it's so many things would have to go wrong, and you can, you know, you can look at at twenty fifteen for a, a roadmap of what that looks like. Um, but you know, I, I think they they made a good managerial hire. Uh, I, I like I like the the sort of approach and, and the mentality a lot more than I did when they hired Matt Williams. Um Matt Williams was was basically, you know, a D- Dusty Baker Redux. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he learned yeah. everything he knew from Dusty. Uh and and you know I, I, I think I think they they made the right hire and I, I just unless there's some kind of, you know, unless the plague hits the the, the clubhouse, unless unless I think they're gonna have to try hard
3: not to win 90 games. Yeah, right. Like yeah. 88, to 87. The, right? the, the only, the only thing,
1: the only way this is even close, I think, is if they come out slow and like the first yeah. the first time that there's real adversity it doesn't get handled well right. you know like if if something happens and there's a clubhouse fight or there's a or there's somebody gets hurt and they don't manage that whole situation which we've seen in the past like them not manage that situation very well they'll call Jason worth to come back and handle but, that yeah but oh. i mean like, like like that's he a, was the problem, wasn't he that's the thing is like like you you have a, a little bit of a of an ability because there's no worth and because you have a new manager for someone else to be that, that sort of guiding voice this year. Um, you know, I, 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 unless that goes really wrong, yeah, they could limp to 90 wins. They'll... they'll if- They'll yeah. probably win 95 again. I don't think they'll be quite as good as they were last year. Just, just I, I like that they patched up. They, they, there's good options at the back end for the, like the fifth starter because that yeah. was a, that was a glaring hole last year after mm. the. You definitely
3: have more speed in the, the outfield. Trade. You have the, yeah, better defensive outfield. Well,
1: having eaten for the full years is definitely going to help. Um,
2: that pads your bench because now you got God yeah. Godwin and Kendricks and Defoe, you know, oh, yeah, headlining saying yeah, Kendricks.
3: You yeah. know I was thinking you're talking about clubhouse and I'm just thinking about like who on this team this is a pretty good group. Yeah. I mean you don't I don't see any trouble yeah, I, I I know it can always come up. I know it. I right. get it. But I'm just trying I, to think I, of like it's a good quality. I, there's clubhouse. no
2: you know character that you see that would kind of turn undermine.
3: Uh, well, what are the question authority. marks to start the season? Let's go through that. Daniel Murphy's not going to be ready for open day. Fine, he, don't rush him.
1: Yeah, and I and I don't you know I mean he's he's not young. Right. And you're coming back from a fairly serious injury. We're seeing John Wall. You know, yeah. it's very similar thing. That's what I'm saying. So but when you do, do you
3: want to the, see him can, sit for a couple of weeks? Let default play. You got and default. You can do that because you don't want to lose him. And no in June and July again because yeah. of a relapse. Right, and we, we were talking about it right before we came
1: on exactly. with, with well, Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman. Like, yeah. everyone's got this conspiracy theories running because he hasn't played in like m- hardly any spring training games. And and yeah, maybe they're just being cautious with him and they should be cautious because with him. Because it's Ryan Zimmerman. Right, yeah. but like, I'm also not going to like fully believe that he's fully healthy until I see him on the field I mean, it, just because we know what happens. Right. just because yeah. we've seen so many injuries be underreported. You guys expect
3: him to come back to earth a little bit this year. Yeah, absolutely. You, well, you,
1: that, you, and that's, that's why I don't think there's are going to be quite as right. good in terms of win total. I yeah. I think, yeah, Murphy is going to take you a while to get hope If Trey back. plays the
3: full season, you'll see right. a little different. You th- maybe weeders doesn't get tired at the end of the year. Yeah. They use him right. a little better this year. You expect him to bounce back maybe a little bit. Dude,
2: yeah. you know, but whether, whether Zim is, is hurt or not, I'm fine with them protecting him. Put mm-hmm. him in bubble wrap because yeah. of the season he had last year. He has some left in the tank. I'm, I agree with you. He may come down to earth a little bit this year. But, Let's not let any lingering injuries be the reason for that. you know. So wrap him up, protect him as much as you can due to his, his injury history and his age. So I have no problem with that. Whether they're withholding or not, I really don't care. As long as they're keeping him healthy, that's yeah. fine by me. Do you think they get anything out of Hellickson?
1: Maybe. I mean, I think they get um, enough out of Hellickson and Jackson and Malone. And that and that's the thing is they didn't have AJ. those three guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they get much out of A.J. Cole. I don't I – don't, yeah. I've – I've been waiting for AJ Cole to turn into a, a least back end of the rotation starter for like four years. Is now. Glover back this year? Coda, yeah. Yeah.
2: When he's not well, hurt, well, are hiding, hiding his injuries? Is he, are they putting him in? Is he in the road? You know, I mean,
1: I mean, they've got. You see the bullpen? They, they're locked you, they, up. They, right, they're all they're set for set. The seven through the night. Yeah, yeah, I, that's and, true. And, and I, I like those options better than Glover, honestly. Just yeah. be, in terms of guys who've been through those. those so wars he'll
2: he'll before. be in like middle reliever role, you know, something like that. Yeah, you can use them in kind of wait, you you and him. a way you mentioned, you
3: think so? Jackson's going to start. He's going to make this team. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I think you've got you have. Fetty had options. They said I optioned him. Right. You haven't. AJ doesn't have any. Right.
1: Mm, I don't think so. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I have to look. I, but you you have enough different guys there who yeah. can who were like last year it was like a bunch of rookies. Yeah,
3: and that's you and you also and that's the other thing we got mentioned last year. You were going into the season hoping Blake Trinan would be a closer. Right. Yeah. hoping yeah. somebody you, would you take had, that. You
2: had nothing there, and it wasn't addressed. I think the, that's a difference. Too. So the bullpen's yeah. in much better yeah. shape. And, and you know You've those, got definite closers.
1: Those yeah. guys could emerge as personality of the team too. You know there, there are a lot lots of teams. You go back through history that the 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 closer was the, was the guy who drove the personality. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could even argue like the, even the, those prime Yankee years, like Mariano, Mariano was yeah. was sort of the 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 identity of of that team was was you know as much of the sort of mo- monolithic. Yeah. you will not beat us, and and you know Trevor Hoffman certainly in San Diego, and I, I you could see Doolittle being you know um, yeah. sort of that guy, uh, but you know. Again, I, th- I think it's going to come down to Bryce when we get to the postseason. It's it, the team looks a lot like it did last year, and the league looks a lot like it did last year, which I think is. It's easy to discount this, but the the NL is so top heavy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've got the Dodgers are so good again, <laughs> and, and Cubs, and, right? Cubs, the yeah. Cubs are so good again, and so you you're going to have to go through one or both of those teams, mm. probably both of them, honestly, unless unless they happen to draw each other in the first round of
3: the playoffs. You know what's funny? Is on that it, the talk about ah well the Nats you know in the in the postseason they've drawn this team and this team well you know what you got to go through the teams to be top right right you got to go <laughs> through the Giants you got to go through the Dodgers you got to go through the Cubs yeah and 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 the thing is what
2: did Ric Flair you say if you want to be the man you got to beat the yeah. man so I, you got to go through it as good as this
1: team is and as good as it's been it hasn't been like. Clearly, the best team. Correct. Mm. Like, really, any of these years. Maybe if you go back as far as like 2014, like maybe they were clearly the best team. But like, even when they added Scherzer, like, 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 I could make a very good argument that the Dodgers are a better baseball team than the Nationals are right now. Who? The Dodgers. Like, like, yeah, Turner's gonna be out for a few weeks, but like, they they have the ability to replace their their injuries way better than the Nationals. They have they have really good pitching arms and prospects. (laughs) Who <laughs> they can they can pull up were, and fill yeah. in, and they have the capital to make the trades when they need to, and the and the, and the a willingness of ownership to add money if they need to, and like it's you're gonna have to go through those teams like ultimately that they're just gonna have to beat them. I I know it's like not good analysis, but that's. That's true. That's what it boils down to. You're going to have to beat
2: those teams, and it's just, it's just that simple.
0: Sometimes it doesn't have to be you know crazy analysis. It's just that simple. Noah, you mentioned John Wall, so let's quickly talk about the Wizards. Do they slip in the playoff standings now? All, as they they are, they are slipping six, as, as they're waiting, waiting. But for there's only Wall a game and a half
3: that separates three. And yeah, six I mean right every, now.
2: everything between three and six. It's that can change within you know one day, night, two, night, two night. nights. A week, everything could be turned upside down. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not panicked to the point where they're back, you know, three to five plus games. So that, you know they can still get in it. It's the question of how far do they slip before he gets back, or if he gets back before the end of the season, you know, how far can you go? It sounds like he's close to going five on five at practice. He's been shooting. This well, week. yeah, that, that that should happen on this yeah. weekend. Brooks said he he should be doing that. So that that's positive, you know. But he he you have to get him back. Just to shake the rust off, mm-hmm. and then oh yeah, like we said we've talked about this countless times look, before. Regardless, he's got to acclimate himself into what they're doing.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because
2: he he can't come in and things can't go back to where they were. Because regardless of who you got, it's going to be a battle in the first round. It is. I mean. It yeah, is. And I don't think We get over... I don't even... Do you want to see Philly in the first no. no, you
3: don't. <laughs> Not now. You don't. And, and that's something I never I thought see, I no, would well, say. Milwaukee. I know Milwaukee slipped to eighth right now, but... Still. Yeah, but Milwaukee's still Milwaukee. If Miami. You, if you look Cavs, at that lineup. Uh, Pacers. Right. Uh, Sixers. But you, like you said, look at Milwaukee.
2: Yeah, they've got the Greek freak, but you also have Bledsoe. Jabari Parker just got back. Yeah. And if he starts to, you know, knock the rust off and round into, you know, the player that he is capable of being, they're very easily a scary team. Fawn Maker is just – he's a freak athlete, but he's a work in progress. But if you watch him, he's picking it up slowly. And when those teams, those young teams, if you got the Simmons, the Embiid's, when those teams start to kind of figure it out, and it's the first time in the playoffs, mm, yeah. even though the yeah. Milwaukee's been there. They've been there, yeah. But, but the if Philly you yeah, you're right. If you got Simmons and Embiid and they figure something out in the first round, you're in trouble. And, you, and if you're not playing, you know, up to where your standards are, where you should be. But this team, they could be, I don't know, everything is up and down. You don't want to play Cleveland. Boston is going to slip because they are working with a mass
3: unit right now. Well, he's having some knee procedure too now. So See is he that today? It's he might be done. Time no timetable. Yeah, yeah, although I mean, it was they wouldn't have done it. I don't think if they didn't think they were
1: going to have him back for for the playoffs. True. It's it, it's it's kind of a, a minor minor. Uh, or if it's less, something that he
2: couldn't you know couldn't yeah. hurt if he you know continue to play.
1: Yeah, I. I think it matters less for the Wizards where they finish in terms of like seating and and, yeah. and who they play and if they get home games you know like if if they're if they get four home games versus three as, as much as Getting, I mean, God. how many games are left
3: on the schedule at this point? I they, don't know.
1: They it's need not, they need real that. games with Wall back in the lineup. There's maybe ten. There. Yeah, they, I mean, they need, hockey's like, down to thing. eight,
3: so there maybe were forty like, and thirty-one now. That's the thing. Have we like five about. games with him, yeah. so they that's can, we, they can we, figure we, we it out. At least
2: yeah. between five and ten, if you can get that, yeah. five right now seems to be you know that's that's the top of the you know is it. Far as where you can go, you just you can't
1: be figuring that out in game one. No, he can't. They have to know exactly nope. what they're going to get. But like
3: especially if you're on the road in game
2: one. Right. But he can't be knocking the rust off in game one or on the first you right. know no. series. No. He can't go through the first two or three games trying to get his legs back. And it,
3: the thing is, now this time of year too, with him, you're not practicing much. Right? No. But, but I mean Scott, but they they're
1: gonna they are just going to have to have to yeah. Right. I, but yeah. but Scott Brooks is going to have to figure out how those rotations yeah. look now because right. he's got a different team than he thought he had. I mean yeah, like much like different. this team has has turned into a different team, and so you he's got more options, and it's really going to be up to him to figure out how much can I can I play John how much can I you know do it do I use him remember we talked about uh I think it was last year they talked about trying to save his knees a little bit by mm-hmm. pushing him to the off guard every now and again right. well
2: now well, maybe you can do that with. well yeah I've um, heard that they true. he when he comes back he wants to flirt with the Saturansky, Bill and Wall on the same on the floor at the same time so that will take some pressure off John if you have Sato either either one of the three can handle the ball coming up you know, if you want to go small ball, then have maybe Oubre or Aldo. I don't know how they want to do the rest of that, but he has said that that's something that, that could be in place when he comes back. And I don't think that's smart. Let him have, let all three of them be on the court since you have Sato is now proven that he's a, he can play and there's no need with John to come back that he should take a huge back seat and go right back to the bench. Right. You got to integrate them all together. Next time we
0: record we'll have a be- a lot better idea I think of where. Oh yeah, way. we'll have a great idea where is it? But yeah. it's my inclination to always kind of pursue Murphy's law. Uh if you find yourself in game 1 and Wall has not played any of the regular season games then what do you do do you sit him you wouldn't sit him out no you gotta you? play him you, you gotta play him and just see what you get it's
2: like fantasy football you gotta play your studs right no matter what the matchup is if they're available you play them
3: it's not as if he's missed the whole season mm-hmm.
2: but, yeah, but but
1: it's 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 two different seasons and it
2: was a different style of play when yeah, he was gone right. Right. but now they have kind of fallen back down to earth so to speak these last uh, this last stretch right they're not crew. They were cruising. Now you know they took the foot off the gas completely. Verb. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, one of the things I just I'd like to see when he comes back. Because they've just never had the luxury of doing this. Um, We always think of of the on-ball guy as being the creator, and then he distributes to the shooters. Essentially, that's you know your your model is is penetrate, create odd man situations, drive, kick, you know whatever. Uh, And and so we just sort of I think automatically assign that to to a point guard uh, and think that that the off guard has to be a good three point shooter. And John's not a good three point shooter, but. He provides an option as as an off the ball attacker yeah. to create complete havoc. I mean, he's maybe the fastest guy in the NBA. If you're setting if you're running back cuts and and you know high screens for him mm-hmm. to, you could just shred a defensive scheme. With Sato run, running point just just for like eight minutes a game, just like like that's four, the thing. He'll four get minutes back into it, yeah. yeah. And and then and then when and if he's fresh, right. And and then when you 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 put him back at, at the point, like the defense is just a mess. I mean, you, you know what when they're able to do stuff of. like that, and especially in the playoffs,
2: it when, really throws teams. When Philly had Eric Snow at the point, they moved AI off the point off to, to the two guard mm-hmm. to play off the ball. Flourished. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do to stop AI off the ball. One, on, there's nothing you can do. Right. Go, I mean, Golden State does. it Sometimes yeah. they'll, have, they'll have with Steph. Well, they'll have Draymond take yeah. the
1: ball up, and so that they have Steph and Clay running. And it's just like a running,
2: running screen. Right. Good luck. Yeah. You know. Take your poison. And and, and I, they could certainly do that with with Wall and Beal very easily. And Wall's not a guy that's gonna pout over it. No, especially you would if it's, hope especially if it's no. working. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and again, it's not saying, oh, John's not going to be the pr- primary ball carrier most of the time, but but it's a, a change up look that they've never really had the opportunity to explore before that I think
2: you know teams aren't gonna be ready for and, and and could be a huge asset for him. I think both sides are open to pretty much everything. Because now you cannot say the narrative of they're better without Wall, that no. garbage is out the window yeah, now. It's gone. But Wall also realizes that what they did when he was out, they are a capable team without him. So when he comes back, he doesn't have to feel like he has to be the savior. Correct. Like they cannot win or or succeed without him. He's seen that they can do that. So he has got to come into it like, okay, I'm open to whatever works. Put me where you want to put me and let's keep it going. And the team has to realize, okay, we can't do it without him. Mm-hmm. We got to find a way to make all of this work is when I think both sides see that now, and I think they'll be open to you know whatever you know Brooks wants to go with. Yeah, and you can go with you. You have Ubre has stepped up, Sato has stepped up, Markeith when engaged. You know he plays very well. Mahimi has actually showed up and earned some of that sixty-eight million dollars that he's been stealing for the last <laughs> two years. So I mean, you the guys who have stepped up. Now I don't know Sessions and Fraser. I don't I don't know what you do with those guys. Meeks, I don't know. Scott could I'm just waiting for another hot streak for Mike Scott. And if it comes in the playoffs, which would be perfect. Perfect. And I think he's done it before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's old hat for him. And anything you get from Jody Meeks is just you know, I'm, saying, I'm anxious to see how it's gonna.
1: Yeah, well, and and you don't need.
2: You know, I don't expect Sessions to play in the playoffs. Honestly,
1: I mean, no. I, I don't, and I don't right. expect Meeks other than than occasional like foul, uh, like uh, foul I trouble don't know minutes who I or like
2: Better because I don't know if, if Fraser is that much better than Sessions is. Yeah, he. In certain situations, you can make arguments on both sides. Yeah, but you I, know, is he that much of a step up?
1: But but remember that when Wall comes back, I mean, you're you're gonna have. Saturinsky right occupying other point guard minutes. I I think that playoff rotation is going to be really interesting to see who actually gets minutes in it. And, and Mike Scott has to be one of those guys. Yeah, he has he to be a guy who 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 gets quality minutes in into delivers Because on in him. the
2: playoffs you need shooters. Yeah, it's, it's not because everything the playoffs. This and another thing is this: this team likes to their best when they get up and down. So their defense is going to have to turn into offense. But it, as we all know in the playoffs everything grinds to a halt. There's not a whole lot of that, especially in the East, not a whole lot of running and gunning. Everything gets slowed down, and you have to work in the half court. I'm anxious to see you know, how well they work in the half court because I know they like to get up and down the floor. And if they can get stops and get out and run, that'll help. But they're going to have to operate within the half court you know, to be successful in the playoffs. But a lot of teams don't play defense teams. That's what it used to be. So I guess I'm kind of going off the old, the past, yeah. you know, the old Eastern Conference. But, you know, everything does sort of slow down a little bit in in the playoffs, except in the West, because no one plays defense in the West. No. So it doesn't make a
0: difference. Unlike other episodes where we've been knee deep in Redskins stuff, we haven't talked about the Skins at all. Just Fine. Maybe a quick word at the end. Junior Gallette. No, yeah. no, Junior Gillette parting ways. They've,
3: they've withdrawn the uh, contract offer. But yeah. is that, is, does that mean they're just done? Period. I I, I don't know. This I'm telling they, you, they don't. I'm telling you, they don't like the way he's been on social media, just he's, criticizing he's been, he, everything. But now, they don't need him. They don't need him.
2: He's. He, nah, I don't know about that. He's been positive. I think if he doesn't get anything from Cleveland
3: point. or and whoever and the Rams maybe, the Rams. and then he comes back and the only thing he's got it, left is here, they maybe could. they sign him another cheap deal. But this is
2: what I don't get. If you stick with somebody. Two years in a row, did not play. Tore ACL year one, year two. Then you bring him back again. Now, Scott brought him in. Mm -hmm. But then when he stayed, Scott wasn't here. So somebody in there liked him enough to keep him on. Now, he didn't play. And all he wanted to do last year was play. If he was negative about anything, it wasn't anything to do with money. He started was the hashtag free 58. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to play. Now, when you're dealing with other players who are negative because of monetary issues, that's different. If a guy just wants to play, I, know, but they, I think this year they talk in, about he can't be asking for that much. No, money. and I'd be curious to see what they offered him. Probably something low. Yeah. But if it is, see the team that you're dealing with, you can't go low because Cleveland
3: still, after all the, the well, moves they made, well, maybe that's his thing. Then they all they figured got plenty of money. They figured nobody else was in play, so whatever they offer, he would have signed it two weeks ago. Yeah, whenever we they offer. That's on them. Well, that's fine. Then maybe, then maybe, maybe they, they were, Maybe they were doing the solid to him by saying, "Here you go. We've stuck by you these two years. Here's your deal. If you got nothing else going on." Well, why wouldn't
2: you want to reap the rewards of the investment that you put in him for those putting him for those two years? When what you saw last year, he started to round in the form. When you gave him opportunities, he was always around the quarterback. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to give them, give him that opportunity? You waited two years. Yeah. I I,
3: I think there's more to it. I I don't know. I'd be curious to see what, you know. He's very outspoken, so I'd be curious to see what. But he's been very positive for the most part. If he's negative, then that's something else. And I will say he has been on social media, you know. Reacting to his former teammates if they get right. deals or current right. emails. Yeah, almost like an analyst. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, almost but he, like he's been like. supportive of. So maybe, everybody. maybe they're maybe they say, all right, go. You know, if you're not, you didn't sign it. Now you're talking to Cleveland and whoever. Go if you don't get anything, then maybe they they but come back around. I don't think it's a thing they have to get done now. I guess they don't have to. Well, not for them,
2: yeah. but you know, maybe he goes elsewhere. They can't compete with Cleveland or the Rams no. when it comes and to I cap space. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well you, well, you don't have to. Yeah. But you still have to address that at some point. Point. Yeah, because you also lost Murphy right. and Anderson. I think Anderson is better inside than he is Anderson. outside. Oh, Ryan, Ryan yeah, Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're 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 still a little thin there, very thin, because all you got left is your starters, and Anderson is not proven to be that explosive of an edge rusher With that situation, it's like I would equate it to being in a long distance relationship for two years. You don't see each other. You stick with the girl, and when she comes to town, you break up with her. <laughs> Doesn't make any damn sense.
0: <laughs> it won't make no sense to me. On that note, <laughs> I, 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 my my kicker was going to be Terrell Pryor is a New York Jet. New York Jet. <laughs> but, but we, Jamal, hardly, Jamal we hardly Trump knew it with the romantic. We, we hardly knew. And,
2: yet. and we also didn't touch on the uh, Orlando Scandrick signing. And I didn't even mention the quarterback this time. How about that? Well, that's good. Plenty of time. He's not plenty my of time quarterback anymore. It's somebody else, problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, and you know what? The Scandrick thing. If you look at those numbers, that's why they got him. He of course. Was der-
3: Gee. Yeah, Cromartie was gonna be more a lot more. Oh,
2: well, Cromartie wouldn't he he knows his value. Yeah. Scandrick doesn't really have a whole lot of legs to stand on. Cromartie has more production Correct. despite what went on with him and the Giants. And he could just you, you look at that and say, Well, that's MAGADU messed that whole locker room up. So you could blame that's him on true. that and not necessarily make that an indictment on DRC's character. But Scandrick, you know, he's got a bad back, he's got off the field issues, he got all sorts of things. But Said two, uh, two years, ten million. Ten million. That's not the only thing that's no. The only thing that's guaranteed is the signing boats of a million.
3: That's true. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. So
2: about he's, that. he's dirt, dirt cheap. That's free. Yeah. The rest of that, that nine world. mil is not in our
3: world. But yeah, you, Noah's well, world maybe. But you no, know. Not, not all. <laughs>
2: you know that. But you know, you you make that move, and yeah, I understand that. You know, you got him for a dirt cheap price. What are you going to get? I don't know, because I've asked Cowboys fans. J.J. Green, good friend of ours. Cowboys fan, one that you could actually talk to. <laughs> and not good thing. I'll just say this. There wasn't good things said about Orlando Scandrick. We'll see. On or off the field. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope he gets better here. But Who do you guys think is going number one in the draft? Darnold. I think Sam's going to go. Yeah? Yeah. Darnold. I do. I thought it was, I, if you would have asked me last week, I would have said Saquon uh, Barkley. Yeah, I, I, mean, see, I think before that's the they signed Hyde,
3: I think Barkley is the smart play. That's what but see, that's, yeah. I agree. I don't think it should this. be saying
2: they. You gave Hyde a lot of money before they yeah. signed Hyde. I thought the play would be to get Barkley number one. This is before
3: all the trades. Yeah, let everybody else b- This is before be all the trades <laughs> and, and, and
2: the Giants and the Colts are at two and three. I can't – I don't they buy the, the quarterback. Giants aren't,
3: can't be thinking about a quarterback. You got a
2: 37-year-old aging quarterback. Well, you know what else it is now? I, now I don't think – I thought for sure if Cleveland didn't get Barkley at one, yeah. he's going to Giants at two. Now they traded JPP to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Now you need an edge rusher. Now you need to – So yeah. now do you go Nick Chubb at two. At two. Either – if Donald goes first – if they're sitting there too, do you go Rosen or do you go Chubb? Or Barkley. Those are the those are the three that are in play right there. As I think as, as, the, go resident,
1: as the resident Pac-Twelve watcher of of this <laughs> station, it I, sound I, good I for can't Rosen. understand why either of these quarterbacks are considered <laughs> yeah. top top of the first round. Material. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. enough. I, That's I mean, refreshing I, to do, hear. Do you know how surprising. many how many USC quarterbacks with with busted knees I've oh, seen just wow. flame <laughs> out in the NFL? Yeah. Like I, I'm sorry. I don't I, I I watch you know, I watch a lot of Pac-Twelve. I stay up late and watch. They don't have
2: a good track. I think we talked about this a while ago. Who was the last one? They Liner? do not have a good track record. Carson Palmer. Long Carson Palmer. You got uh Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can go through Where the was failed was Matt Leiner?
3: How long ago? Oh, uh, he was a while ago. Uh, yeah. Oh six. He was, so he, was during the,
1: during he was there during the He was in the, the, the Texas game, right? Yeah, yeah the Princeton Um yeah, Todd Marinovich that, has got to be <laughs> Marinovich is the poster boy That's for the, the whole boy. thing. I mean, that I, mean cover it, Sports I think the
2: most the, the most successful might be Rodney Peete. <laughs> Going back that far. That's way back. Yeah, I I just I I keep looking
1: the the most interesting interesting thing to me, and we won't know for five or more years. Right. But I keep looking at this class that has a ton of quarterbacks in mm-hmm. it, and I keep asking myself, who is going to be the best quarterback out of this class? And it does not feel like Josh Allen. And yeah. It does not feel like
2: Sam Darnold. Yeah. It does not feel like Josh Rosen. I think I think it could be um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it could be Lamar Jackson. He can do so many different things. And Deshaun Watson had a great season until mm-hmm. he got hurt. I think he's way more athletic and explosive mm-hmm. than Deshaun is. Yeah. Deshaun's better in the pocket, but he's in Lamar is improving in the pocket. I think if he goes anywhere with some semblance of a run game, you know you can run that similar to what we had with with uh, RG three and run that sort of offense. But he's got an arm, he's accurate, and he's getting better in the pocket. I think. A lot of people trying to put him as a wide receiver. Yeah. What they've done uh, now is put a chip on his shoulder, because he's—he to me—he's a quarterback. He hasn't been anything but a quarterback. But I think out of all of those guys, I think he's got the most upside in my opinion, because he's got a different dynamic than all of them have.
1: Yeah, I mean, I—I I, I don't understand why Baker Mayfield is—is—is is, is looked at as being less than these guys with what he's accomplished. And, and honestly, if, if you're looking at like draft, like profiles. Hmm. like I I think I've only seen Mason Rudolph in the first round of
2: one draft. Yeah, yeah no, like, he's, he's not even I in the conversation. Every, I would let everybody
1: just dra- <laughs> spend all their capital and take Mason Rudolph in the second round and feel very, very good about myself. Like, like, I mean, you talk about guys with the yeah. arm and the projectability and all that and who've accomplished things and who are polished and he's, he's been there for four years. I, I, just, I don't know. I, I don't understand. And, he,
2: and he, you know, he he wins. Yeah. I think with Allen, they're looking at, not intangibles, they're looking at his size, mm-hmm. arm strength. They're looking at his, the, his the measurables. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at his, his, his measurables as opposed to anything else. And that's what's getting him push so high of draft boards because they're looking at how he measures out what he's done and then what they think he can do potentially and for a lot of teams they think he could be you know great in the future, but I, you know, that's that's a lot to put in there.
1: I mean, I like small school quarterbacks generally because I like being able to evaluate a guy that can succeed without prime talent around him, mm-hmm. right? Without without the, the wide receivers that make him look better, or the running backs that make him look better, or the excellent offensive line that yeah. makes him look better. The the offensive line is the thing that I think USC that hides USC's quarterbacks it deficiencies. It does, and
2: their running game. Yeah, and they're running
1: game. Yeah, they're running game. Right. I, I, but but I, I really like. When you look at Josh Allen, like he's not good when he has bad when he, when he plays good teams. He's not, yeah. he's just not good. Like Ben Roethlisberger is always the guy I go back to because I watched way too much college football when I was in college and mm-hmm. he was in college about the same time. And you would just watch him destroy these MAC teams. Yeah. And he would find a way to win the competitive games, and you know. And that was the thing, was you were like, okay, I see that he doesn't necessarily have great talent around him, but he's able to win anyway. Right. And that's what makes a good small school quarterback. I you, I just, none of that exists with Josh Allen. I just, I can't, I can't understand I the I think buy-in. this year in
2: terms of that small school guy that has a bit loud letter out of Richmond, is probably generating uh, that, you know, yeah. small school quarterback sort of buzz that you sure. can get, you know, the third, ju- the fourth The Joe Flacco buzz. Yeah, you yeah. know, third, fourth round maybe because... It is top-heavy with all those other guys that you've mentioned. So he could definitely be a steal you know, between rounds three to five,
0: depending on how the board goes. Sure. Thanks for a great hour, guys. Noah, thank, thank you, you for sir. sitting in. Appreciate it. No problem. Noah Frank is WTOP's digital sports editor. He's on Twitter at Noah Frank WTOP. Georgie is George Wallace at G Wallace WTOP. Jamal Bowen's Twitter handle is at DMV Sports2015. And of course, you can catch the DMV Sports Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, the Podcast One app, Podcast One.com, and WTOP's mobile app. Just tap listen. All the best to the nationals as they get their season started, and the best in the postseason to the whiz and caps. Skins will deal with you later. <laughs>